Welcome to the Young, Fun, and Sober podcast. I am your host, Blazik, a.k.a. Sober Guy Journal. And I'm Julia, also known as That One Sober Friend on TikTok. Look, knowing what I know now, I wouldn't change anything except to feel more emotionally slow down. Life's a merry-go-round, but things ain't merry when you're going through the motions. Fulfillment lies and emotions, so why go through life unavailable? You're we, unavailable. Uh, that I've been on that we've not missed an episode. I know, me too. <laughs> it's kind of my fear because, like, I feel like once you miss one, it's just easy to, to miss, a, like, you know, you know, like anything in life, I guess. We don't want to become part of the podcast statistics. Just another statistic. <laughs> <laughs> just another statistic. Well, cool. Let's see where this goes. We did zero. And when I mean zero, I mean zero planning for this zero planning, yeah. <laughs> like, love it and not only did we we do zero planning we pushed it up um from normal recording time so i'm grabbing breakfast after this oh nice yeah well let's just catch up what's uh what's, what's well first popping? of all happy birthday well happy belated birthday yeah 30 30 the big three zero. Oh, and how i how does that feel it was weird. Yeah. Like I didn't think much about it until yesterday. And then I woke up and I was just like, I'm 30. Like someone said, someone texted me and said the twenties are, are gone forever. And I was like, Whoa, <laughs> that, <laughs> that like hit me hard. The twenties yeah. are gone forever. I'm like, Holy crap. Um, so yeah, that was weird. And then I, I just like journaled a little bit and and did like, I don't know if you saw my Instagram. I did like the lessons, lessons I learned in my thirties. Yeah. I read them. Um, So that, that felt kind of cool just like to reflect on. And it was also funny that a lot of those lessons were basically 28 to 30. <laughs> um, yeah. A lot of growth in the past, like two years. Exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, segue into sobriety. Um, but yeah, there was a correlation definitely there as far as that goes. Um but yeah, and then I made a pretty big change yesterday. Like I just like last night when when I went to bed, I just logged out of all social media and like don't plan on logging back in till oh, shit. the spring or something. Yeah, which is that's that's another reason I'm like grateful we have the podcast because it gives me at least something to share on. And and I honestly feel like long form is a lot more impactful as well. Yeah. For me personally. And I know, like, I know even your TikToks, like you're, you get into those longer two, three. Yeah, most of my, most of my TikToks are like between two and three minutes. It's pretty yeah. rare that I post a short one and I actually get comments like asking for longer content. So I think yeah. this, this definitely makes sense. But what made you want to, to do that? Like to log out of everything? I would just say that like, it was taking more energy than giving me. And okay. yeah, it was just, and not even the creating piece. Um, I, I'll always want to create. And like, I'm interested to see how my creating journey is during this period. Cause it's like, that'd be really shitty if I just stopped creating. Cause I couldn't share it. And I don't think that right. will happen because I used to create as a kid when I didn't even know sharing was possible. Yeah. Um, but mostly just consuming and and just concerned on how, subconsciously like maybe it was affecting me and like making me compare myself making me get angry about stuff that I might not even be angry about um right. just like I'm like what am I like I just feel like I'm so into that world and like I live alone so I scroll a lot and yeah. um yeah I don't know it, it'll be now interesting it might, like force you to entertain yourself like in other ways not just do the easy thing of like scrolling and I think I mean taking a break from social media I I never think that's a bad idea (laughs) like I think that it's it's good for us to to get away for a while I was Mm -hmm. sick recently and like I just told myself like I'm not sometimes I like to like put myself on a schedule of like I want to post this many times this week and when once I got sick I was just like I'm not gonna force this out of me like I'm just not gonna do it and so 
Yeah, I definitely feel you. Like, I feel like I go through phases of feeling really creative and then just feeling not creative at all. <laughs> yeah. And it's honestly best to just honor those feelings instead of trying to fight against them. If you want to create genuine content, then yeah. Because yeah. like, it's just a bad spot when you're like, oh, I got to post today. Like, what can I create that is like a serious, but we're we're talking about serious shit, you know, we're not Logan Paul where we just have to like, okay, what well, can we go do that's silly? Like, yeah, we're not those types of creators. So it, it's, it's hard to create like genuine content when you're, when you're just not feeling it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I've, to- I've told myself so many lies. I've, I've had this urge for years now. And I've told myself so many lies as far as like, I don't know if they're lies, but it's just like what I wanted at the time was to, to get a social media following, to try and monetize that, all of that. And mm-hmm. now that I've like experienced that, I, I realize it's actually like very tough emotionally. Um, yeah. And it's something that I don't necessarily want. Like I want to give back in the ways that I can, but I'm not really interested in having like like I just want the followers that need to hear my message and, right. and, and there, I would say a lot of them have migrated over to this podcast and I'm cool with that. Like whatever, I don't know. I just want to, I kind of want to like be that fly under the radar creator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and I think that it should like, of course the, the apps themselves are going to tell us like, you have to be consistent and oh, like, yeah. you, have to, you have to be doing this, you know, this many times every day in order to be successful. And it's like, well, of course you're saying that it's your app. (laughs) Of course you don't want us to get off the app. But if we're talking more of like, and if, you know, a thing that we're constantly advocating for is mental health, being Mm. on your phone all day that, you know, I don't care if you're a drinker or not, that's not good for you. (laughs) No, it's just a different form of addiction. Like, yeah, I mean, we're all addicted. Like, to our phones i think i mean i can't even imagine just like sitting in my house by myself and like not being able to touch my phone for like two hours that's two hours that's not that long right i would just be like fuck i wonder what's it but now i i feel that kind of now because i'm just like what's going on like i'm gonna be so out of the loop have like that's what i'm kind of weirded out like everything moves so fast i'm not on twitter facebook tiktok or uh Instagram. Instagram. So it's like, I don't even know how I'll find out like any, any <laughs> Honestly, it might be a good thing. And I'm kind of, yeah, I'm kind of considering getting off Reddit and like, just have you heard people talk about like your diet, but like not your food, but like your brain diet. I've kind of considered just like feeding myself only books and like, and like YouTube but like I can yeah. control, you can control your YouTube algorithm. Like, right. So yeah. Like just fucking reading, making music, <laughs> creating. And yeah. That's just... why I like, that's why I like having, this is random, but like, that's why I like having the Etsy business because it's like when I'm painting, I like, can't be focusing on anything else besides flow state. Yeah. Yeah. Or else I I'm going to mess up. So, and I don't want to waste, you know, however many hours I've been working on this thing. So yeah, yeah, it's nice being able to like disconnect in that way. How many hours do you put to that a week? Or does it, does it range a lot? It, it ranges a lot. I would say like, if I'm having like a busier week, maybe like 10 hours, Dang. but if, like, if, but if it's a slower week, then maybe only like two. <laughs> That's still cool that there's consistency around it though. Like in the sense of there's not weeks that it's like zero. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, I like, even if it's not me like filling orders, it's at least me like creating new designs or just like messing around and just, you know, seeing just me having an outlet that's not like attached to technology is just nice to have. Yeah. I think for me, that's going to have to be, I think I'm going to get the guitar back out. Cause yeah, like guitar, like read, like reading, like you were saying, that Mm -hmm. is. I feel like the weeks that I'm, you know, making an effort to entertain myself in ways that don't revolve around technology, like I'm usually in a better mood. I know. <laughs> Life is so fucking simple, but we make it so hard. So like, complicated, yeah. Like if I told you like, Julia, I need you to have a great mental health week. 
do, do make a list of what you need to do and do it. You'd be like, okay. And you would know exactly what to, what to write down. Yeah. I just don't do it. Half the <laughs> yeah, time. For some reason, it's so hard to do. It's just like, ah, what is that? Why is there like this? I was telling my buddy, like he was like, he kind of asked something about what, what did you learn in your thirties? This is before I made the list. So he probably prompted that idea, but I was like, I was like, it's simple, brother. If you want to do it, don't do it. If it's going to be hard to do, do it. <laughs> That's like kind of the, yeah. the baseline. Yeah. If something makes you super comfortable and it's super easy, it's probably the thing you shouldn't be doing. <laughs> Which is like, what the hell? <laughs> like, yeah, that's growth though. I mean, growth comes from being and I've I've made a post about this before of like growth comes from being really uncomfortable or like even experiencing like pain or like not even just discomfort but pain. And it's weird and it's that you know, that makes sense why we don't want to do it. But you know, knowing now what I know, that's that tends to be the the theme there. I know it's the worst why it's that way, but that's the way it is, I guess. Yeah. I love those, those lessons though, that you put, like I resonated a lot. Not that I'm, I'm not quite there yet, but I'm like in my later, my later twenties and I definitely agree with everything you were saying. Plus like I mostly resonated with it, like since stopping drinking. Yeah. I know like those that easily could have been like lessons I learned in sobriety Yeah, (laughs) versus lessons I learned in my 20s. But should we just go through them? Yeah. Let's see. Let me I'm going to have to pull these up like. Old school on the old school. I don't even know where they are. (laughs) Like I don't just look up Instagram and then your username. It should it should come up on Google. Oh, yeah, I could do that. This is so weird. <laughs> I'm just lost. Oh, I have them on my phone. Not not on the ground. Like you got them saved. Okay. God, this is going to be my life lately. I'm just not going to know how to find any anything. Okay. So number one, I put follow the energy. Um, when do you feel the most alive? Is it at concerts, at the gym, thought-provoking one-on-one conversations, doing something new? Figure out what gives you energy and then do more of that. That's something I've learned actually like in the past couple months when I was in therapy and my therapist was like, when's the last time you did something new? And I was like, shit, (laughs) I don't know. Like, right. It's been a bit. And then she was like, maybe you should try something new. Well, I feel like that's what people actually fear in like the beginning of deciding if they're not going to be drinking anymore or not is because I feel like the immediate second thought is like, well, what am I going to do then? What am I going to do with my time? How am I going to fill my weekend? And it's like, well, you kind of have to go out there and figure it out. And it's a lot of trial and error and people aren't necessarily, you know, accustomed to yeah. to doing things that way they're more so like you know people don't usually well maybe they do maybe they don't but you know I used to definitely pride myself on being like I like being spontaneous and I like not having you know an average life but like I went through such a phase oh, in yeah. college of like <laughs> talking like that this was like right around the time that I was like I just came back from study abroad and I was like, I'm going to do all this like traveling and whatever, but I have an accent coming back to the States. Yeah. Coming back to the States, like it was so easy just to get back in my same routine. And that's exactly what I did. You know, I never ended up going, I mean, I did go back to visit, but I didn't ever end up going back to live there. Like I told myself I was going to and leaving to study abroad was like one one of the scariest things I've ever done in my life. This was my first time traveling alone in general, let alone to a different continent. So yeah, yeah I think people are, you know, they, they say they want to do these new things, but when it comes to like putting it into practice, 
it's kind of terrifying. I mean, I can't imagine, honestly. It's like when you're that young and you're you're going overseas, like <laughs> it's scary to go for like a week, right? But to know that you're going for a long time, that would be really scary. Yeah, I was like an absolute basket case when I was leaving. But little did I know that I was going to, I was about to have one of the best experiences of my life. Yeah. And I actually and that, like the only the only regret I really have is the amount of drinking that I did on that trip. But yeah, yeah. I do remember that still. And that's just where you were in your life too. Like, you know, it is what it is. Like that, it kind of parlays into another one of my like lessons, which was create new experiences. Those two kind of mm -hmm. go together, I guess. And it says, yeah. as a natural introvert, I crave routine. It's safe. It's secure. It's productive. I I just like it. Um, but there's something to be said about new experiences. By doing new things, preferably alone, um, you open up the door of opportunity. You open opportunity to find new hobbies, to find new friends, find new passions, and create new memories. This doesn't mean... <laughs> ironically this doesn't mean that you have to go around the world um new, ex <laughs> new experiences could look like a breathwork class going to a new gym going to book clubs etc so that's this is kind of where in sobriety i've listened to a lot of sobriety podcasts and, and they're like what are your hobbies and the people that are like new to sobriety they're like i don't have any hobbies like I don't know, like my hobbies were going to bars or going to like new restaurants. And that's normal. That's a normal yeah. thing that a lot of people experience. For sure. Um, but like you, that's when it's just like, you really don't know what you like until you try it. Like you, I may love, like recently I've been getting into cooking and I've never really cooked before, but I'm just like really getting into it. And I really like prepping and just like cutting the vegetable, you know, like I'm really into it. And it's, it's just one of those things where it's like, if you asked me six months ago, do you like cooking? I'd say no, but right. I, I didn't really ever try to get into cooking. So like you, sure. you have to try things to know <laughs> if you like them and how do you like, no one's just like, oh, I love breath work. Like I'm obsessed with breath work. Never done it, but I, I love it. <laughs> like you have to do and things. And now that I'm thinking about it, like, <clears throat> think about a way that people like in their 20s, you know, usually see a weekend like, oh, they see the weekend as like, that's time away from work. I'm going to be, you know, more relaxed. I'm going to, you know, unwind, you know, whatever. And that may look like, you know, going out and drinking because that's really the only hobby that they have. But if you spent a weekend cooking, going to a breathwork class, you know, you're still unplugging and unwinding and relaxing but instead you know I'm sure that you know if you had two people that spent you know one person spent the weekend going out and partying and then one person spent the weekend going out and doing new shit that they've never tried before that doesn't involve alcohol like how would those two people feel towards the end of that weekend oh, yeah. you know is that is the one person like actually rested and rejuvenated and like ready for the work week or do they feel more tired that they did in on Friday? You know what I yeah. mean? That's the that's the dangerous loop that we both played for so long. I mean, it's just so exhausting. Long. Like that's that's a big reason I had to quit. I was just fucking tired. Like I was just tired. Yeah, because it takes like, you know, it's not just the physical, you know, what we put our bodies through with drinking. It's like the mental and the emotional and the, at least for me, it was like a lot of like mental gymnastics afterwards, oh, like yeah. the damage control I was trying to do. And yeah. So it's like, although picking up these hobbies might be pretty uncomfortable in the beginning, in the long run, you could actually be buying yourself like so much peace of mind. Yeah. So much peace of mind, but it's like just taking that first leap is like the hard part. And like anything else, the hard part is deciding to do it. Like that's the hard part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Once you're, once you're there, you're just doing something like, at least for me, that's how most of my experiences go. Like if I'm, I'll work myself up for anything and then I get there and it's like, okay, no one's staring at me. 
no one cares. We're all just doing this thing. Yeah, I like brought that up in one of my TikToks recently of like, we are so, and it's probably because of social media, like we are so convinced in our own brains that like everyone's paying attention to us. Everyone is looking at us. Everyone is trying to find something wrong with us. And it's like, they're doing that with themselves. Like you're the, you're only the main character in your story. You're not the main character in no. anybody else's story. So stop. It's almost like stop flattering yourself. Yeah. Like even if you do fuck up, no one cares. They won't even remember it as they're leaving <laughs> class, like at all. Yeah. They don't even know you. Like right. So yeah, we. That's the thing, right? Like we should really just be going out there doing everything all the time. It's like no one cares. Like no one fucking cares. It's it's if you look at it like a game for ourselves, it's just like how many new experiences can you go have? Like that that could be yeah, like I really think that, I think that like with you know with how my mindset used to be when I was drinking, it was like, I couldn't help myself. I just wanted to focus on the negative so bad. It was like, mm-hmm. I was obsessed, but now it's like, you know, it takes time. And I don't know if everyone is going to have the same experience. I I hope, but I just feel like as time went on, I stopped having such like pessimistic points of view. It was more like, you know, maybe maybe I am lying to myself right now. You know, maybe I don't have actually any evidence or proof that this is going to go as bad as I think it's going to. <laughs> and and the more it goes good, the more you're just like, oh, things go good. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, wait, let me look back. The probability of things actually working out is pretty high. So Yeah, <laughs> yeah like it's never actually not worked out. <laughs> right, right. Um. So segue into another one here, invest in yourself. So I put spending money on mental and physical health has an ROI that is 10x. And I put that as a real stat, LOL. It's not a real stat. I made it up. Um, when <laughs> I go to, when I go to the gym, I'm a better friend. I'm a better uh I'm I'm a, I'm a better friend. I'm better at my job. I'm more at peace and I'm more disciplined. When I eat healthy foods, I feel alive, I feel clean, and I feel sharp. When I leave therapy, I have a better understanding of my emotions, why I'm having them, and how to navigate them. When I leave yoga, my body and mind are thankful that I made time for them. And I could obviously keep going on and on on that, but essentially just saying like spending money or time, like both of those are an investment, spending money or time on yourself and investing in yourself, it's just hard to put a number on. Like it's it's literally... All of those things I listed, yeah, all those things I listed, if I do them every week, it's it's going to be a good week. If I go to the gym every day at six, like that almost locks in that it's going to be a good week. You could just fucking put the lock on it. And that's the thing too. It's like everyone, I don't know if I should say everyone, but I'm seeing like the overall theme of people saying, you know, I want to be happier. I want things to get easier. Why is everything so hard? And um, you did mention therapy and like therapy is a good, a good place to start. And I, but I also think that, you know, taking the time to, you know, get off of social media, like do the uncomfortable thing, sign up for, you know, the new class that you want to go to. And in the long run, you know, you and I both know because we've lived it is like, yeah, you do become this better friend. Mm-hmm. You like, you're just like, when you spend time with your friends, it's just like that. Maybe it's like the energy that we give off now is just like a lot. It's like a higher vibration or something like that. I, I think don't, I know I don't exactly know. what it is. If I think it's just the presence. Yeah. I think that's what it is for like, for me, it's just like, I can hold the moment and just like, I'm here. Right. Yeah, no, I think that's true. And if we don't take the time to put ourselves in that headspace, then we're not going to have those like super, you know, meaningful interactions that we're so desperately searching for and wanting. Yeah. But it's like, it actually starts with you looking at yourself in the mirror and being like, why am I not getting these things out of life that I want and that I'm seeing other people experience? Like, 
what part do I play in that? Yeah. Yeah. But that's a hard truth to come to. Oh, fuck yeah. I mean, all of this is hard, like we said at the beginning. <laughs> like, <laughs> if, if it was easy, we'd just be pros at this game of life. Yeah. Um, yeah, everyone would be doing it then. I'm just kind of scrolling through these because, like, I feel like certain ones are leading into others. So, like, for I put have empathy. Um, so people are going through a lot, anxiety, depression, addiction, eating disorders, trauma, health issues. There's a lot more that people are going through financially. Like those are just top of mind. Um, right. and people are fighting battles every day and a lot of them do it silently. Create the space for someone to feel comfortable with comfortable enough to share with you. You don't have to say the right thing. You just have to listen a simple, I'm really sorry. I can't imagine how difficult that is can go a long way. But that kind of parlays from like what you just mentioned, where it's if you if you have yourself in a good position where you can be there for somebody um, and be empathetic. Like, I think when people lack empathy or I guess I should say when I when I lack empathy, it's normally when I'm running on E or I'm I'm kind of like in chaos mode. That's when I lack empathy because it's just everything I can do to keep my life together. How am I supposed to feel bad for you about something? Um, right. or be there for you so like by taking care of myself by you know and, and the root of all like I know we're not talking a ton about sobriety today but I think that's okay um, I think like the root of that is sobriety but I also think a lot of it's those other things that are therapy gym nutrition like doing all of this allows me to just be at peace myself and then you know we always say like you gotta take care of yourself before you take care of other people but that allows you to be empathetic and and realize the person that cut you off on the road probably did not just like wake up and be like, I'm fucking cutting someone off today. I'm doing it. Right. It's going to be sick. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, I think it like took sobriety to like wake me up and to like understand that, you know, the reason why I wasn't present and like the reason why I wasn't this person that I've been like trying to be is, you know, and it's not my, you know, and I've already spoken about this before, like, it's not my fault that I, you know, I've been through a lot. And like, I, you know, in my early 20s, like, I did have a lot of financial issues. And like, I was, you know, not diagnosed yet. And like, there were all these things that were like, going up against me. And those things aren't my fault. I do want to be a better friend and daughter and, you know, partner. And I was, you know, I, I did deserve empathy in that, in that situation. I definitely did, but I also needed to understand that like, it is my responsibility to like figure out how I need to take care of myself because everyone's situation is going to look a little different. And I feel like mine is very similar to yours, like going to therapy, being physically active, not drinking, um, you know, feeding my creativity in the ways that i I need to, you know, it was my responsibility to like figure out that like I need to feed my soul that way or else I'm going to be a shitty friend. Yeah. <laughs> a shitty girlfriend and a shitty daughter. Like, and I wasn't, you know, and I look back and I do have so much empathy for that, for that girl that I was in my early twenties, who was just like a walking shit show. I mean, it was just like, <laughs> I was just a mess. Like I was, you know, I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. I had, you know, debt and that I didn't have figured out that I didn't want to even figure out at the time. Yep. I remember and, that feeling. <laughs> yeah. And like, it was just like so much shit was stacked up against me. And it wasn't until I realized that like, and it didn't happen overnight, but like that I do have, you know, control. And it, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad that now I'm able to look back and be like that girl, she was just doing the best that she could at yep. the time. And I would, I, I eventually figured it out. So like that's, yeah. and that's great. And I can just take that for, for what it is. And, you know, but man, those, those tough times were so, were so tough. It's funny you say that, like you eventually figured it out. Cause I made that same post I made on Instagram. I put it on Facebook where all the old heads live. And it was funny because I was getting like messages and comments where they're like, 
you have more figured out than at 30 than I do at 61. You know, like people are commenting that kind of stuff, but it's just like, well, one, I don't think that's a fair comparison just because we have access to so much. Oh, true. Re- so many Very resources, true. all of that. Like, <clears throat> so I don't think it's a fair comparison, but also like, I, I did think it was interesting. I felt like maybe some people, and maybe they didn't take it the wrong way. Maybe I'm just being insecure, but I felt like I got a lot of texts where people are like, yo, dude, like you're not behind in life, like uh, kind of elaborating on that. And I guess like for me, I, I didn't mean it as in like a, I, I don't, it's not like I believe that it's just like an insecurity. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, oh, I feel behind because I don't have a girlfriend yet, or I feel behind because I don't have the house. And but it's not like I actually believe it. I just kind of like have the feeling or thought sometimes. So it's like a an insecurity that is magnified as I, I turn 30. But um I'm just kind of talking in, in circles right now. But yeah, it's 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 funny you say like you got it figured because like really you got it figured out pretty damn quick. You're pretty young. Yeah, not that I have like ever, you know, I still <clears throat> at least the drinking piece. and like what, what? At least the drinking piece, you know. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that is a very good point. And it's it's funny that you say that. And I get comments like that all the time on TikTok of like, I wish I figured this out when I was 26. And it's mm-hmm. like, meanwhile, I'm thinking like, yeah, but also like I spent, you know, I started drinking when I was like 14 kept drinking till I was 26. Like I'm even looking back thinking like, I wish I did it even sooner yeah. <laughs> than like what, what actually ended up happening. But yeah, you, it's, it's hard to see things big picture in the moment. Cause you're, you're living it. You're, you're right. You know, but it's, it's part of trusting yourself and trusting the process of, you know, it's you're you're not going to go through life getting everything really easily and getting everything right away and in actuality what you're experiencing right now could be and is exactly what you should be experiencing right now like that's part of it the ugly the uncomfortable the bad that's part of it just as much as like the good stuff is yeah and god we're segueing so perfectly this goes into <laughs> practice detachment. So as the Buddha says, attachment is the root of suffering. There's a lot of things in life that we can control. There's also a lot of things that we can't. By practicing detachment, I'm able to find peace in the fact that things will come and go. I can enjoy them while they're here and have peace while they leave. The universe also likes to play this funny trick on me where every time that I try to make something happen, it doesn't. But if I live aligned with my values, I'm gifted those opportunities. But in the sense of like what you were just saying, um, like everything's happening, like there's no way, like because you and I went through what we did with alcohol, we're able to be in this position of like helping others. And it's not like we do anything special other than talk about it. We just have all, the only thing we did is say, let's record our conversation. Like that's the only thing special right. that we did is be like, hey, we should hit the record button when we talk. Like <laughs> we're not fucking <laughs> these geniuses saying anything different than anyone else would say. We're just like, oh, this was my experience. This was your experience. Um, but it allows us to help others the same way that people helped us get sober. We're able to do that now because like we just share our experiences and stuff. Um, but we wouldn't be able to help people if we didn't go through what we went through. We wouldn't be able to like enjoy, like what if we were normal drinkers? Um, You would never meet like your sober community that you have in, in Chicago. You wouldn't do like, there's just so many things of like everything sobriety or not. Like we're just always where we should be, which leads us to this thing or that thing or that thing. Yeah, I literally just had this conversation with my therapist and I was telling her that I have this, you know, I think that in like the life coaching realm, they call them limiting beliefs. I don't know exactly what they call it in like the therapist world, but I have this limiting belief of like, I'm not going to be successful because I like lost my chance or like I should have. I should have started doing the things that I'm doing now, you know, seven years ago or whatever. Yeah. And 
she brought up that exact point of like, girl, if you didn't live the things that you lived when you were that age, you wouldn't be able to relate to the people that you're trying to talk to. They wouldn't, they wouldn't take what you have to say seriously because you didn't go through what they are going through. And I was like, damn, I've never thought about it that way. And she was saying, you know, without that, and it was uncomfortable and it was painful and it was extremely embarrassing to go through (laughs) those times of like just being a drunk mess, you know, a lot of the time in my early 20s. But at least now I can, you know, when I do sit down with like the people in the sober Chicago community and we have these moments where we just completely resonate with each other. Like we are just reading each other like books and it's like, yeah, I feel you because I've been there. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Exactly. And you have to like, it's, it's almost like the 18 year old guy on TikTok That's like trying to tell you how to make all this money. Right. It's like, dude, your job is to tell people how to make money, but you haven't made money. Or it's like the life coach that's 17 years old. It's like, what life have you lived? Yeah, what <laughs> life have you lived? Like, it's that stuff is is like, yeah, you can't do it. Like, you just simply can't do it. Sure, you can rent a Lamborghini and like front it and try it all you want to like put on the facade. Like, we could put on the facade, but there's something raw about sobriety where it's like you tell embarrassing stories you tell the shit that you don't want to tell because but that's you know. what people resonate with yeah. that's what people are like okay i i know that this girl understands where i'm coming from because she's been there she's yep. been in my shoes that i'm in right now and if she is in a spot where she's almost 13 months sober why can't I do that. And that's Mm -hmm. my whole point for my profile is like, I just want to be that example of like, okay, you know, Julia's felt the same feeling of like not wanting to be left out and not wanting to not have a social life, but she's, she got through it. She went on, she's thriving. That means that there is a possibility that I can be experiencing that same thing. Yep. Yep. And for me, it's like, I want the people that drink a bottle of wine every night who are like, I don't know. I kind of have my shit together. I'm kind of doing it. Like I have a good job. Like, I mean, I'm tired every day. I kind of feel lethargic. I don't feel my best, but a bottle of wine's not that much. And like, you know, that's who I want to hear my story and be like, Oh, I can actually like, cause quitting just didn't seem like an option. I remember that. I remember being tired. I'm going to be exhausted, but it's like, how do I dial this down to two glasses of wine? And like, but it is possible I lived it yeah yeah like see and seeing a real life example like it doesn't get more legit than that like you can read about it and you can listen to podcasts and you can you know whatever but when you really see someone doing the damn thing it's hard it's hard to ignore it's hard to be like nah I can't you know that's never gonna happen it's like but if you do see yourself in that person then it makes it more realistic for you yourself yep and let's parlay this into the very last one on my list which is be yourself it's literally the only thing that we can offer the world if i can't be myself then all of this is for nothing the entire game of life i lost each of us are so unique we have our own hobbies our own thoughts our own energy That's what makes the world so beautiful. Everyone doing their own thing, paving their own path and bringing light to the world. Don't ever hold back. When you think I shouldn't do this, it's too embarrassing. The chances are you're about to do something great. So go ahead. (laughs) I was going to say, have you ever thought about writing? Um, Not necessarily. Like mostly just because I like talking. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe, I don't know. I'm not against it. Got a lot of free time now. <laughs> I was going to say, no more social media. No more um, social. No, I love that. Um, and I think that that's such a good way to get out of your head and to stop comparing. And it's like, what 
Oh, what I feel like people don't understand is like, there are so many things in this world, social media platforms, um, stores, like anyone trying to get money out of us, they want us to compare ourselves to other people because that means we can become a customer in some sense of the word. But the moment that you understand that being yourself is actually the most valuable thing you can offer to the world, you don't become a paying customer anymore in that game. And that doesn't look good for them. But the thing that immediately popped into my mind was like Macklemore with thrift. Like, remember, he would just wear like back when he started popping, he would do like the thrift store and like he was totally himself and it was like five dollar outfits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And everyone loved and then not everyone only that song, started but thrifting. that album. Like it was such a huge thing. Like that was everywhere. And, you know, that was him not fitting in to whatever was happening, you know, during that that time. Oh shit. I just had a weird thought. Like (laughs) the, I was just thinking like, does anyone really like pop music? And then I was like, oh yeah, people at clubs like pop music. And I was like, holy shit. (laughs) It's like you pop music's cool when you're drunk, (laughs) but when you're sober, you kind of want that more like connecting, like whoa okay maybe that well it's because like pop music well it depends I guess it sort of depends on the artist but I feel like the pop industry itself focuses a lot on more surface level problems melodies yeah because they're wanting to relate to as many people as possible and if that's your goal you can't really be that deep because then you're kind of niching down that's like true. the type of person that you're trying to sell to. That's true. That's true. Um, what were you saying? I cut you off. <laughs> no, I was just saying that, you know, when you give that advice is just a really, a really important thing that I think that we don't take the time to, we don't give enough energy to that for some reason we're we're constantly trying to tell each other that you know we need to fit in or we need to be a certain way or look a certain way or your socials need to look a certain way and that deems you as successful and it's like yeah. that's not we're all so human and we're all so different like how could that it's it works i mean it makes money and like people do want to just like fit in and fly under the radar but it's like you know the magic happens when you do the different thing when you go against the grain of whatever's the norm and that's what what we're doing by being young people and not drinking and you can't Um, think about it either like that's kind of the paradox is like as soon as you think i'm gonna do this because it's against the grain oh you're off you're off like you literally just have to like just have to do it literally for yourself yeah Like like and people will feel it like people will tell you, they'll be like, you have like a different energy. Like people say that kind of shit when you're being true to yourself and you'll yep. know it. Cause you'll feel in, you'll feel in flow when people tell you that it won't be like, like, I just remember like growing up, I wanted to be, I wanted to dress a certain way. I, I remember like walking a specific way because like the, the people like, you know, the athletes at basketball tournaments they all walked like the, all the good d1 recruits like walked a certain way and, I like, know exactly what that looks yeah, like the basketball walk right like so like I wanted to do the bat like I just remember like everything was so like I want to look like this I want to be like that blah 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 and you're just so in your head about appearance and how people are thinking about you and it's it's, it's exhausting like you can't just keep doing that when you're trying to fit a mold that could not be farther than what you actually (laughs) want to be and want to do like i'm 510 i'm not playing d1 basketball (laughs) it's just not happening no matter how i walk i'm not getting the scholarship yeah yeah and it's like i wish you know and i hope and i think that we're getting to a place more where people are prioritizing you know, being true to themselves and yeah. 
I actually think that although TikTok can be like the most toxic place in the entire world, I do believe that it gives like normal people, I'm doing quotes, like it gives normal people the ability to be successful and like have an audience and like not be like that Instagram aesthetic that was, yep. you know, famous for so long. And Is that it, even you know, cool? it what anymore? was that? Is like that cool anymore? It's not because think... it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I, I, my friend coaches volleyball and she like college volleyball. And she was like the freshman, like they don't even have their face online. It's just like, they just take photos of like random shit. That's not even cool looking. And it's their, they call it their aesthetic. Like, <laughs> like they don't even try and play the game of, of looking cool. Yeah. And I like that TikTok is like the, it's almost like the way that you're going to become popular on TikTok is like when you don't have an aesthetic, yeah. it's like when you just show up as like yourself every day. Like my, my most recent video that like did well, my voice is so like hoarse and I'm so sick in that video. I have no makeup on. I'm wearing <laughs> the same, the same clothes that I had been wearing for two days. And, but that video blew up. Because yep. people were like, it doesn't even matter what the fuck she looks like. I just agree with what she's saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I I'm mean, glad that we have that now because it wasn't like that for a really, really long time. I don't think people even think it's real anymore. They're just like, oh, that's a fake account. Like, or, or there's, there's money behind, you almost get that sense, right? Like, oh, there's money. Oh yeah. Money that could behind be it. it or like you. I feel like my radar goes off of like, this isn't real. Like I saw some, have you seen that trend where it's like, and that's it for the 2022 season. If she was just like, it's like a highlight film of your 2022 essentially. Oh yeah. I think I have seen that. Yeah. And so many of them are just like super professional cameras and they're just like everywhere. It's like, it's not real. It just nobody I know. And I have like fairly successful friends has done like any of that and that doesn't mean they're not happy <laughs> it just means like who has yeah, these professional cameras following them around all the time you know well it's because like then in my eyes it just becomes unrelatable like at it that is, point. yeah it's just like I don't see my life doesn't look like that so why why would I follow it, it if anything it might make me feel bad about my life yeah. and like I feel like for a long time you know, people on social media, specifically Instagram, were, you know, making their life look this certain way. And it was like, oh, this is goals. Like, this mm -hmm. is life goals or like relationship goals. Goals. Yes. goals. Yeah, whatever. And it's like, you know, I saw the appeal in the beginning and like, it does make sense. Same. But we, we grew and we became more aware of like, this is bullshit. It's not like, real. This is, <laughs> this is not, I'm never going to, my life is never going to look like that. That has nothing to do with me. I'm not going to follow that person. I would rather follow, you know, the other sober chick that's in Chicago. That's like, just, you yeah. know, figuring her life out also lives in an 800 square foot apartment, just like me, you know, like that is more appealing to, there's no aesthetic to it. It's just, it's just talking like, it's just reality yeah i i do i do kind of always wonder like <laughs> i kind of feel bad saying this but when i watch those like just imagine like someone filming themselves like running into the ocean with their with their partner like holding hands i always think like what's that walk back to the camera like <laughs> that's what i want to see because I, i've shot you know I, I used to be a videographer so like I remember shooting this stuff. And so I think of it from like that angle where it's like they set up the camera, they did it. And like with the back, with the TikTok music and stuff, it's the most romantic thing in the world. But then it's like they splash in the water and then they like have to, it's not a walk of shame necessarily, but it's like, it does have that, to. Not feeding the aesthetic. I wonder if there is in love when they walk back to the camera is all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. True. Good point. But, and sorry, I just want to like say one more thing like in a weird metaphorical way, you know, when you stop drinking, you kind of like take this like veil off of like mm. the way that we romanticize 
alcohol and what your 20s are like supposed to look like. I'm using air quotes. Um, and you realize that, you know, the the mimosa at brunch or the glass of wine at dinner, that aesthetic that we're like trying to like feed into when you're in your 20s, that's not a lot of the time, at least for me, when I would drink, that's not what the night would end up looking like. Oh, no. Like, the night would end up looking like, you know, I didn't drink this past Thanksgiving, obviously, because I'm sober. And <laughs> although I although I was so, you know, I was still anxious going into these family parties. And, like, I was nervous to be around certain family members. And, like, I did see other people posting their cute little drinks with their families at their parties or whatever. But at least I know I'm not going to end the night like picking a fight with like uncle what's his name because he doesn't (laughs) see the same same political views that I do yeah you know so it's like when you stop drinking you kind of just like pull this veil over like whatever we think the holidays are like supposed to look like because we know how it could end up and it doesn't look like what it does on Instagram and it's you know you ending up like having a screaming match with this family member you see once a year and like I've decided, like it's not worth that risk. It's really not. Um, it's all romanticized. Like I, coming from someone who relapsed a, a decent amount this summer, like it's all romanticized. You know, like it's you you have in your head what you think it's going to look like or feel like, and then all of a sudden you're just sitting there lethargic. You're sitting there, like fuck, man. Like I remember this feeling, and it's it's not what Instagram told me. It's not what you know, it's just not what, what, what I was told or what I, what I remember, I guess. But, um, another, like you said, like it just, uh, it pulls the veil off of what's real and stuff. It's like, I also kind of get triggered as I see people, um, be like just a throbbing headache going into Thanksgiving. Like that's what it's all about. Like, you know what I mean? I saw some of those posts and I'm just like, damn, I, it's, it's it's almost like the cute stuff that I used to say um, that I see other people say. It's like, it's not, you know, it's not cute. <laughs> From our point of view now, it's like, that's just cringy. Yeah, like, it's, that's, it's that's not... so cringy. And it's not, and it's like, they're trying to make it lighthearted, but we know that it's not. It's not. And it's that, that's why it's cringy to us now. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's yeah. like that's that sort of stuff will start to really eat at you and or i shouldn't actually say that it eats it 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 like annoys me sometimes i'll message julia be like i'm I'm getting annoyed (laughs) 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 um but yeah all right well i gotta go get breakfast this was a good one i hope the first half recorded i think that it did so what happened is we're on i'll tell you hold on let me stop this all right bye guys bye guys (laughs) 